supporters. Welcome to The Vivid Boy, Season 1, Episode 3. So, this particular episode, um, it kind of covers a very deep topic for me, which is my husband. Know if some of you seen some of the activity on my page. So I'm keeping in mind while I'm doing this podcast that that picture that I posted for the episode. I remember my exact feelings that day, and now that I reflect on them, I just feel like I'm very I was very naive, and the red flags were there. But because I gave up, I kind of submitted and settled for what I thought was acceptable. So, I met him at Howard University, and we were working together. And I never really said anything to him. Like, a lot of guys would come up to me trying to talk to me. But I was dealing with this guy, um, and we had a little entanglement, and he told me that he had a situation. So, ladies, y'all know what that means. So, I decided to end things with him because I had refused to be number two. So, a month went by or so, and I started to have a conversation with Keith. And the first conversation we had was about religion. And it kind of struck me as odd because I never was able to talk to someone about religion like I did with him. So we talked for about three weeks before we exchanged numbers. And then we started, like, just going hard. (laughs) So, um, what I thought was love, and I don't know what was going on with him, but, you know, if he ever wants to share his side, he's more than welcome to. But, I was in love, and he kept talking about marriage, because I kept talking about marriage, because I was celibate for a short time, Um, and I told him that, but I ended up messing that up. So, the first time that we ended up going out, we ended up dealing with one another, like, extremely, I mean, it was, it was so fast, (laughs) it was so fast that, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't really care about the fast part, you know, it's about being real, and it's about being genuine, so, you know, we just took it from there, and our official date of becoming a couple was no I'm going to say that probably November the 2nd and we had agreed after this red flag had popped up so his ex-girlfriend had wrote me and kind of gave me the rundown on him which all was true but at the time you know like I said this is what I thought I deserved and nothing anything that I feel like I deserve 
I fight hard for and I fight hard to keep it, you know, and I was talking to her and she was telling me all these things about him and um, it was just, it was a crazy night, like, she had told me about him putting his hands on her and all this other crazy stuff, and I'm like, what? You know, and, you know, that's where our conversation ended. Well, I'm not going to say ended, it's like a pause. So, something in me, I had felt kind of bad for her because I've been like that. And I told him, I said, you know, if you have something going on with this this girl, you need to go ahead and be with her. Because from the messages that she's showing me, you guys were pretty intense. And he was like, no, I want to be with you. I love you. She's just mad I posted you and yeah, blah, blah, blah. So, um, that was red flag number one. So, okay, a couple months go past. We agreed that we were going to just start fresh. It was November the 4th, and that's why, you know, we got married November the 4th. So, a couple months went past. This is after, you know, being together. He kept disappearing and not answering phone calls. Had an accident at work. I had fell. I hit my head on one of those big old trash cans in the back of like restaurants and stuff. The little metal knob. I fell and hit my head on that. I was suffering from um, a concussion, and I was having like short-term memory loss, and all these memories kept coming back. He had told me that that was when I told him that I was I had uh, been sexually assaulted by a family member. And he said he it was very deep, this, that, and the third. So, my time off work, he kept saying, you know, um, I want you to get better so you can come back to work. I miss you. Everybody misses you. And I'm like, I'm not going to rush it. But I ended up coming back to work after I felt that I was, you know, better. So, I was sitting down. And this girl had approached me and she said, excuse me, do you talk to Keith? So I told her, hold on, I'm at work, sweetheart. You want to talk, we're going to have to go in the bathroom. See, I was already setting it up, you know, just in case I might have to. So, go in the bathroom, showing me all these pictures with him. And art gallery and wherever other places they went. So I leave out and just I just wanted to quit my job, wanted to give everything up because I'm like, oh my god, like he's he's been right here. I just told him something about myself that you know I don't share with people, and that's what I don't like about some people. You can tell them everything that you that you have been through, and they'll say, oh, I'm never going to do that. Oh, I'm going to always be there for you. And when they do something to hurt you, it's like, oh, get over it, you know. But what happened to those promises that you made me? So, after this, still being stupid, stayed with me. And he kept coming to work with edible arrangements and flowers and treats and all this other stuff and um 
eventually he 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 weighed me down he got me and um it's like february of 2016 i went to the doctor and i got my birth control out because that's what he wanted and i told him that means no sex until marriage because i'm not having any kids out of wedlock anymore so he agreed and remember august the 18th i woke up with a ring on my finger i had moved into his parents house and we went down to fill out the paperwork and i was cool with that um but i was like hmm, I've, done, I've done this before so it's just like me like a dare you know I was like, oh, man, you ain't serious about this. This is this is a joke. Like, yeah, you you, you might have filled out the paperwork, but we won't see. So he said that he, <coughs> excuse me, we agreed that um, we would get married November the 4th. So right after his car accident, we had only been married for like a month and four days and I went in his phone and he had screenshotted a girl's drawers her, I guess she was shaking her behind in her granny panties and he screenshotted it now most of you know me most of you may not but I am very intelligent um, I can find people all that good stuff, you know. But I hate when somebody tries to undermine my intelligence. That's what really pisses me off. So, so um, I seen that he screenshotted, and you know, I don't know if they still do this on Snapchat, but when you screenshot someone's um, photo or something, they actually notify that person. So I already know that he had probably something going on with this girl. But me being the wife and sticking by his side and making sure that he's okay and taking care of him because of the injury that he got from the accident. Um, and he was very depressed because he, he totaled his car. Poor baby, you know. So I, I stuck by his side. I don't know why in his mind he thought things were going to be absolutely perfect. And, you know, um, I'm supposed to be the same shape, the same size. After having all these children, and you know, I'm supposed to wake up with makeup on my face every day, and I don't know. I guess it's 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 just because people are so visible now on social media platforms that they start to create this perfect woman in their head. But that's that's not love. Mm-mm, that's not love at all. Um, and I really don't feel like he has ever loved me. So with this issue. I mean, every month, every other month or every month, it was a girl on the phone. He was texting somebody. And I would just catch it. I'd just be on it. Catch it, catch it, catch it. And I said, I wonder what happened if I don't look. So I tried to test it out. I didn't look in his phone for approximately three to four months. Looked in his phone, and after I gave birth to his son... I found that he was talking to some strong looking, I don't know. I don't know. I thought she was a dyke. Not, I'm sorry, excuse my language. I'm not going to say dyke like that because see, I don't know. But that's how I play with my sister and her friends. But um, she just looks like a, sh- mm-hmm. 
was very muscular. But me, I don't care how much he loved. You know, I, I went over smoke. So, um, yeah, he, he just, uh, it, it, it was a lot. And I'm like, I'm not up in this bed. You done cried. I thought it gave birth to your son. And even at all the sungram appointments and everything, how dare you? And even when I was going to go see my dying mother, I found out that he kissed a pregnant girl. And I'm like, what the, you know. And it's like the longer I stay, the worse it gets. So this new thing of what happened was um, I went in his phone. When I went in his phone, I found a text message thread. And I started to read it. And I copied the girl's number down. And then I threw his phone at his head. And I left out. See, I look at how everything has escalated from when we first started to now. Because he used to chase me down. He used to write long paragraphs. And the paragraphs started getting shorter. He started falling asleep after I cursed him out about the phone. So now to him it has become acceptable. Oh, she'll get over it. You know, stop talking about it. It's in the past. And I'm like what that doesn't make sense so i text the girl she gets to talking on the side of her neck and i told her calm down because i like to fight so she calmed down she sends me um all these messages and pictures of the dates and all this and third then she kept begging him to stay um he went over there the night i found out and spent the night came back changed his number twice gave this girl his number twice and my thing is why would you even change your number but all those promises that you made the communication used to keep it was all because you were already doing something wrong you never intended to love me you never entered this marriage wholeheartedly and I didn't deserve that all the pain that I've been through and I told him about um he just totally I mean, it's just like he planned this the whole time. Yeah, I'm going to get married, but I'm going to have a few girlfriends. You know, the conversations with his little friends. Um, they send the naked pictures of girls. They, I even found a midget in one of them. Sending pictures back and forth with each other, and he's laying up here as a married man. Like, how is that acceptable? And I don't know why we become men's enablers. But we do. I made excuses for him because I'm like, oh, he just had an accident. I'll be wrong if I leave him. I can find out he's talking to this girl with these big trolls. You know, I'll be wrong if I leave him. That's not what the Bible say. You know, and he was raised up in the Bible. So I was like, okay, well, maybe if I talk to him or if, if I'm a little sweeter or I cook more or I go out less. I talk to less people. I make time for him. I make myself available for him. But once you turn around and you think, and you're like, damn, well, what has it changed for me? So, you know, that's it. And that's all this time for this episode. Uh, I'm going to do a part two and give you a little bit more about um, these issues. Thank you guys so much for supporting me. Um, I hope everybody is staying safe too during this pandemic. And um, thank you guys again. Have a good night.